everyone, I'm Krish. Welcome to Kids Book Review Podcast for Kids by Kids, the podcast where I share my thoughts on the books I read. In this episode, I'm going to talk about the book Scavengers by Darren Simpson. Scavengers is about a boy named Lanfor who lives with his guardian Babagoo in a place called Hinterland. Hinterland is a huge junkyard surrounded by a wall that keeps them away from the outsiders who Babagoo says are dangerous and evil. Lanfor has never seen the outside world and he follows Babagoo's rules to stay safe and happy. But one day he meets a girl named Dawn who comes from outside and she makes him curious about what lies beyond the wall. Lanfor decides to break some of Babagoo's rules and explore the outside, but he soon discovers that there is a shocking secret behind his life in Hinterland. Now, before we go any further on this episode, I have invited Paige from the US to join me in reviewing the book further. Please give a warm welcome to Paige. Paige, thanks for joining the show. Can you introduce yourselves to our awesome listeners? Hey everyone, I'm Paige from Pages with Paige. I'm so excited to be here, Krish. Thanks for having me on your awesome podcast. Of course, Paige. By the way, you are just awesome. My dad showed me your Instagram channel and you read lots of books. Thank you so much. I really enjoy reading and I think your podcasts are super cool. Thanks, Paige. You are so kind. Let's now dive into the incredible world of Scavengers by Darren Simpson. I should say, Scavengers by far has been the hardest book I have ever read. The book was unpredictable. What were your first thoughts about the book? I always read the blurb first, and when I read that the main character's name was Landfill, I knew it was going to be a unique book. Once I started reading the book, it was a little hard to process because it was the third-party point of view, with very little dialogue. So it was a little slow in some parts, but overall, I think it was a very well-written book. I also hope humanity never has to live in a world like Landfill. Couldn't agree more. Now, I found all the characters to be complex. I sometimes liked them and sometimes I didn't. Landfill was brave and adventurous, but he had a lot of challenges and dilemmas. I felt sorry for him at times, as he had to follow Babagoo's rules, even though he didn't like many of them. And Babagoo, he was sometimes caring and sometimes scary and angry. He was a complicated character. There was always a doubt whether to trust him or not. I did feel sorry for him by the end though. I've never read a book ever where I couldn't make up my mind on how I felt about the characters. It was quite frustrating but felt so real on how maybe we are not the same all the time. What did you think about the characters? I like Lanville. I agree that he was adventurous and brave. I'm not sure how I feel about Baba Goo. He was strict, but he was also trying to take care of Landfill, so I'm a little torn. Also, even though there are only two main characters, each character was pretty well developed, full of good intentions but also flaws like real people. Was there a particular part in the story that stuck with you for long? Mm, I liked the part where he was digging the hole under the ground uh, to try to get to the outside wall. I think that was my favorite part because it was very, I think that was the part where he showed that he really wanted to go to the outside world. He wanted to see what 
the outside was like. And I thought that was a very interesting part of the book. And how about you, Krish? The part where Babagoo leaves landfall behind all night because he thought he was marked by the outsiders made me feel so angry on Babagoo because landfall was only a little boy. But the next day when Babagoo returns to take landfall back, it showed that after all, he did care for the boy but was afraid for himself. This particular scene from the book was with me for quite some time. Paige, if you had to pick one word to describe the book Scavengers, what would it be? If I were to pick one word to describe Scavengers, I would use thought-provoking. It made me think about how I would react and what I would do in that situation. And I would say unique. So Paige, moment of truth, what do you think? Should we recommend this book to our listeners? I think so. This book was unique and intriguing. It leaves you with questions after reading it, and I think that's always a good thing. Totally. I think this is a book that will stay with me for a long time, and I would recommend this book too, but maybe it's suitable for older children as it has some quite difficult topics. Paige, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast, and I can't wait to speak with you again to review another book on the show. Anytime. Thanks for having me, Chris. Thank you. That was an amazing conversation with Paige. Did you know that Scavengers was the debut novel of author Darren Simpson? Scavengers was a Guardian Best Book of the Year and was selected for the National Summer Reading Challenge in the UK. The author has also written The Memory Thieves and furthermore, Author Darren Simpson loves visiting schools to nurture passion for reading and writing and I'm so excited to have him on my show to talk about his book Scavengers in Author's Corner. Hi Darren, thanks for taking time to join my podcast show. Uh, Thank you very much for having me Chris. A few years ago, my dad and I came across Theda, a boy who lived in a rubbish dump in real life. I always remember about this boy. When I read about Landfer in the book Scavengers, the memories of Theda came back to life for me. What inspired you to write this book? Uh, well, actually, um, as it happened, Scavengers was very much inspired by real children who did, do live in, in landfill sites, in dumps. Um, I should go back a bit before that, though. Uh, the original inspiration came from, believe it or not, a ham sandwich. Okay, um, I can explain what I mean by that. Uh, so many years ago, when I was still trying to get my first book published and I was thinking about what to write next, I went to the local recycling centre to drop off some garden waste and I was waiting in the queue in my car and I was being nosy and looking around, watching the people who work there. And I saw one of them eating their lunch and they had a ham sandwich and they didn't finish. They, they left some of their crust and they threw it aside. And when that ham sandwich landed on the floor, all of a sudden, out of like from out of the nearby trees and from out of the skips and under the bins, all these cats jumped out. About 30 cats jumped out to start fighting over this bit of sandwich. And it was such a surprise to see. And it got me thinking a lot about what sort of animals make their homes in our rubbish. You know, what sort of creatures, what habitats are that in the waste that we leave behind as humans? And and I imagined I wondered what other animals lived there. And I thought, what about if a human lived there? And that's when the idea of Babagoo came to me, the character Babagoo. I imagine this kind of bearded, kind of bristly man living in rubbish with wild animals, like the cats I'd just seen at the landfill, at the site. And um, it kind of went from there. I, sort of, I, I was really interested in this character, why he lives in rubbish. And I started Googling 
people living in rubbish. And as you know yourself from what you've seen, um, there are lots of people living in rubbish, you know, thousands and thousands of families all around the world, particularly in developing countries living in rubbish. Uh, the thing I noticed that when I was looking at some photos of these people living in rubbish, the kids, even though they have very hard lives, they're still sort of playing games and being kids. They're finding toys in the rubbish. They're making games out of the stuff they find. They're smiling at the camera every now and then. And it really moved me that these children live in very terrible circumstances, but still managed to be kids. They still managed to hang out and be friends. And that really moved me. And that really helped to inspire the character Landfill. That took a lot of inspiration from these children living on landfill sites. And um, so it just kind of went from there, really. So, yeah, I it started off with a ham sandwich and a bit of Googling. And yeah, I came across kids like the, the boy you mentioned, and that turned into scavengers, ultimately. There are moments in the story where I despised Babagoo and sometimes felt sorry for him. Babagoo was a complex character. How did you develop the characters? Ah, that's a great question. I'm glad that um, you sometimes hated Babagoo and sometimes liked him, or felt sorry for him at least, because that was always my atten- intention with Babagoo when I was writing his character. I... Out of all the characters I've created for my books, I think Babagoo is still my favourite because he is complex and because whenever readers finish the book, they don't know how they feel about him or some really hate him. Some kind of see where he's coming from and they understand him. And I like the fact that he causes such different reactions in readers. And in terms of developing my characters, though, um, they kind of tend to develop themselves as I go along. I mean, when I plan a book, the characters... They're kind of blank in a way. They're like placeholders. I know what they do in the story. I know roughly what they're like. I know how they move the story along. But I don't know their characters, their personalities that well. But while I'm writing, that personality starts to grow. And uh, there comes a point sometimes where they start doing their own thing. They start doing things I didn't plan for them. They become they come alive, I guess. And so, yeah, for me, I, the way characters develop, I they start off quite blank and they just become themselves as the story goes on. And Babagoo developed, like you say, into a very complex character who I really enjoyed writing. That's quite interesting to know, Darren. Now, without giving away any spoilers, did the twist at the end of the story evolve as you wrote the story, or you always had that in mind? Ah, right, yes, Um, the twist. I would say, it's very hard to talk about, isn't it, without giving away the twist, because it's quite a big one. I would say that I did know the twist quite early in my planning. I I tend to plan my stories in quite a lot of detail before I start writing, and I knew that that twist was going to be there because it's quite it's not just a twist that's like an interesting turn of events in the story it's a twist that sort of says a lot about our world I guess and the way we look at our world and allows readers to rethink the way they about to think about the way they see things so yeah for me the twist was always very central to the story very central to the theme and to the points the story makes so I had that twist in mind quite early on. What did you intend for kids like me to take away reading this book? Ah, what did I want readers to take away? I would say, well, firstly, on a sort of superficial level, I would say I'd hope that kids just had a good time reading it, that they were entertained and um, and they found it thought provoking. You know, I do write to entertain as well as any sort of heavy, serious themes and stuff. I want pe- I want children to have a, an interesting time reading my book. So I intended that. But also in terms of taking things away, um, I guess scavengers for me, is a book very much it's about walls isn't it not just the literal walls in the story but the walls that we build in our minds uh, that we put between ourselves and other people between us and people who are different and so it's very much a book about kind of um looking over or even breaking down those walls um it's a book about questioning uh, hate if we're told to hate someone or not to like a certain group of people it's a book about questioning that like landfill does in the story 
Um, it's a book about, yeah, being curious and being brave and making up your own mind about the wider world rather than just accepting kind of perhaps hatred or stereotypes. So if I take something away, I hope they would, yeah, sort of uh, be brave enough to look over those kind of those psychological cultural walls and to be inquisitive and also to maybe see the world, see our world in a different way through Landfill's eyes. That's also something I hope that they they might come away looking at our world in a, with a fresh perspective. So I don't know if I pull that off for every reader, but at the very least, I hope they're entertained. I sincerely hope we never get to live in a world like Landfill had to. Now, before we wrap up, do you have any advice for young aspiring writers or avid readers like me? Oh, advice. There's two groups. There's the avid readers and then there's the, and there's the writers and some crossover too, I guess, because there's lots of obviously writers who do lots of reading and lots of readers who do writing. Uh, I would say in terms of reading, well, if you're reading, first of all, that's great. Keep going. Keep having fun with it because um, reading, as you know, you're quite a keen reader yourself and reading is well, obviously I'm biased as an author, but reading is awesome, isn't it? It's entertaining, it's fun, it helps you to relax, helps you to empathise, uh, and it's just so good for you in so many ways. It's good for your mental health and good for your literacy and education. And it's just fun as well. When you find the books you like, it's just fun, isn't it, Chris? So um, my advice is just keep reading, keep exploring, try new things sometimes as well, you know, and if you find yourself getting a bit bored, all the more reason to explore. Use your library, you can explore for free. So those are my tips for readers. In terms of writers, I get asked this quite a lot during school visits, you know, what tips do you have for writers? And I kind of boil it down to three central things. The first one, tip number one, is read a lot, which we kind of covered already. Because I'm not saying like read about how to write, but the more stories you will read, the more you will learn about storytelling. Even if you're not really looking out for that while you're reading, your brain will sort of soak that up, how stories work, how how they can be kept interesting and how they can move quickly enough and that sort of thing. So yeah, definitely keep reading. Second tip is have fun. Just have fun. If you're writing for pleasure uh, and you're not actually having a good time, you're not excited by what you're writing, then something's missing, isn't it? And I think the reader will know that. It's not going to come across very well. And I think, you know, there's not much point if you're not having a good time. If you're having a good time, if you're passionate, that's going to show in the text. So definitely uh, make sure you're having fun. And my final tip is just persevere. If you're a writer who writes just for yourself and for fun, that's great. That's absolutely brilliant. If you want to write to share your stories by getting them published, maybe down the line, you're getting books published. My advice is persevere because it can take some time and there tends to be some rejection on the way. It took me nearly 10 years to get published before Scavengers came out. I'd been writing for about 10 years trying to get published. So it can take a long time, but I know that sounds really like a lot of hard work, but all the years you spend, maybe not quite making it, they're just years spent learning your craft on the way to finally making it, you know, so perseverance is really, really key. So, yeah, those are my three things. Read lots, uh, have fun and persevere. That's awesome advice. Thank you so much, Darren. And it's been a pleasure talking to you about scavengers and your creative process. No worries. Thank you so much for having me. Dear listeners, I hope you all enjoyed the special Authors Corner segment. And now it's time for a riddle. Riddle time! Here goes the riddle. I am a beacon in the dark, a guiding light that shines its spark. I lift up spirits, mend the broken, and whisper dreams that haven't spoken. What am I? I'll repeat again. I am a beacon in the dark, a guiding light that shines its spark. I lift up spirits, mend the broken, and whisper dreams that haven't spoken. What am I? The answer to the riddle is hope. 
The protagonist, landful in his story, believes there is a better life, and hope is what drives him forward. It was only apt to choose a riddle about hope. The next segment on the show is World Wonders. Word wonders is where we explore fascinating words, their meanings, and why they make our favorite books even more awesome. I've picked up two words for this segment from the book Scavengers. The first word is desiccated, which means completely dried up or dehydrated. This word is used to describe the harsh and barren environment of hinterland, the wasteland where landfill and babagu live. The second word is eviscerate. This word means to deprive of something essential. This word is used in a metaphorical sense to describe the way that the outside world has stripped humanity of its resources and hope. Quite intense words. Well, that wraps up another fantastic episode of Kids Book Review podcast for kids by kids. A huge thank you to Paige for joining me in reviewing Scavengers, and to the amazing author Darren Simpson for sharing insights into his captivating world. Thanks for tuning in, everyone, and don't forget to subscribe to my podcast and tune in next time for another book review. Bye for now. Bye.